welcome to Prudent Media. My name is Sachin Chatte and on this program we take a look at the latest releases. This week there is only one film that's Fast X, the 10th film in the Fast and Furious franchise. Let's take a look at that. Given that the story is wafer thin and the plot relies primarily on action which is more or less mediocre, it is rather surprising how this franchise has managed to be so successful at the box office. Since the first film was released in 2001, this is the 10th film. That's almost one film every two years. Fast X is going to be a trilogy. The second installment is going to release in 2025 and that will be the 11th film. Simple math tells me that by 2040, we will have Fast XX, that's Fast and Furious 20. And by 2050, we'll probably have Fast XXV, that's Fast and Furious 25 and so on. Dominic Toretto will still be around and the character from Fast and Furious 15, his sister's godson, will make an appearance in Fast and Furious 20 and a chart will be provided when you enter the theatre in order to understand the connection between the different characters. Fast X falls just short of becoming a parody of its own. The action ideas are grand but unfortunately a bit too grand making it way over the top. In one scene, Vin Diesel uses his car to knock a helicopter on another car and there is nothing remotely exciting in the manner in which it is executed. In fact, Mariam D. Ebo driving into a plane which is about to take off and the subsequent action that follows in a film as old as The Living Daylights which was released in 1987 was far more exciting than this mindless special effects business. Directed by Louis Leterrier, who is no stranger to the franchise, it begins with, well, the family. Good old Rita Moreno is seen as the matriarch, talking about the family and referring to it as a cult with cars. Dominic's son, that's Little B, is around and you know very well what will happen if the family is targeted and it doesn't take long for that to happen. Charlie Theron, who plays the role of Cypher, is not exactly a friend of theirs, but she lands up at their doorstep, warning them about a catastrophe that is about to strike. The warning is about Dante, played by Jason Mamua, who is seeking revenge for his dad's death. Never accept death when suffering is owed, his papa had told him. Now Dante, at his peak, wants to make Dominic and his family suffer as if he's playing a video game or something. Meanwhile, Roman, played by Tyrese Gibson, leads a mission to Rome along with the usual suspects, that's Han, played by Soon Kang, and Tej, played by Ludacris, and the new entrant, a hacker with a British accent, Ramsey, played by Navali Aminuel. Dante unleashes a megaton bomb, which also turns into a great ball of fire and keeps rolling all over Rome and heads towards the Vatican. But there isn't much to fear since a Fast and Furious team can stop anything with their cars, including a bomb. I'm guessing they could have even prevented World War II with their cars, but let's come back to the point. After doing all the hard work, Dominic and company are arrested as terrorists for unleashing the bomb. Now Letty, played by Michelle Rodriguez, is arrested and sent to the dark site when Dominic tells Mr. Nobody's daughter, played by Brie Larson, her role is called Tess, to rescue Letty. Tess says it's impossible. Yet a few scenes later, we see her conveniently walking into the dark side without breaking a sweat. Like Jason Bourne and James Bond films, the action takes place in different parts of the globe. From Rome to Naples and from Rio to Antarctica. That brings us to the editing of the film, the cross-cutting in particular. That style of editing works well when there is a certain build-up. The climax of Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk is a good example where it cuts between the action on land, on air and in water. 
Here the film just cuts between the characters and where they are physically located. Letty is in prison, Roman and company are in Rome, Dante is trying to execute his evil plans from wherever he is, Dominic is trying to get away and John Cena is trying to protect Dominic's son. The scenes just rotate more or less in a sequence. Like Shah Rukh Khan in Pathan during the train scene, Dominic also uses a metal shield to protect himself. And believe it or not, the background music is comparable to the one that we heard in the Kerala story, where the music sets the tone for the visuals rather than it being the other way around. Jason Momoa seems to be the only one having fun while playing his role, while the rest sleepwalk through their part. It is about time that Fast and Furious slows down, but we will still have to wait for two more films before that happens. I'm going to go with two out of five stars for Fast X. If you're a fan of the franchise, you're going to watch it anyway. Well, that's what I thought of Fast X that was released this week. Do let us know what you think. I'll be back with you next week with more movie reviews. Till then, it's goodbye from me.